Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out Dude, more amen. about us and give online. You guys can be seated in Thanks again Praise for the joining Lord. and enjoy today's you, message. Being here today, man, we thank you guys out there in Facebook Live to that joined us here, amen. We want you to interact, so please join us as we talk here, talk with us, amen, and just give out your shout. Let us know that you're there, amen. Praise the Lord, amen, hallelujah. There's a saying, amen, in the information table as you walk into our church. Does anyone know what it says? Besides my wife. Come on. It quotes, you got that picture, son? Can you show that picture? Because they seem to miss it all the time. Amen. Hallelujah. That's a sign right there that's posted here in our church. Amen. It's Deuteronomy 28, verse 6. It says, you'll be blessed when you come in, and you'll be blessed when you go out. Amen. Somebody say, blessed when coming in. Blessed when going out. The New Living Translation says, wherever you go, whatever you do, you will be blessed. I'm here to let you know that as you come into the house of God, when you come in faith, amen, and you come to God's house, let me tell you, when you come here, you'll be blessed. And you'll leave more blessed. Can somebody say amen? So as we come to God's house, I want you to know that God wants to bless you each and every time. Whatever you do, wherever you go, God wants to bless you. Tell your neighbor, God wants to bless you today. Come on. Tell your other neighbor, you too. Somebody say, bless me. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I want to be blessed. Amen. Hallelujah. How about you guys out there? You want to be blessed? Somebody say, bless me out there. Hallelujah. See, the beginning of chapter 28 of Deuteronomy, it talks about being blessed. Listen, if you read that chapter, in the beginning, it's talking about being blessed for your obedience. As you obey God, God blesses. So when you obey wherever you go, whatever you do, you are going to be blessed going in and going out. How many want to be blessed in this place? Come on. If you want to be blessed, give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. You know what, we, we, I don't know, but we need to learn to walk in the blessings of God, amen? You see, there are too many Christians today settling on just being saved. Come on, they are settled on just coming to church or just making it. How many know that God has so much more than just being saved? Come on, so much more than just making it or coming to church, God. God guys, uh, God wants to bless you in your coming and in your going. God wants to bless you, church. Jesus didn't come just to get you off drugs, amen. He didn't just come to help you stop drinking or, or get you off the streets, amen. Jesus didn't die on the cross. He died on the cross for a lot more than that, church. Come on, somebody say amen. I want to talk about a man today that just didn't want to be saved. Didn't just want to come to church, amen. He wanted to be blessed. 
I want you to turn to First Chronicles chapter 4. We're going to read verses 9 and 10. Now the Word of God says this, Now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers, and his mother called him Jabez, saying, Because I bored him in pain. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, somebody say, Oh, oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, that your hand will be with me and that you would keep me from evil so that I may not cause pain. So God granted him what he requested. You see, Jabez here wanted to be blessed. And today I want to minister a message tonight. Bless me indeed. Somebody say, bless me. Bless me. Indeed. indeed. See, Jabez called out to God in prayer that he will be blessed. And he called on God. He said, God, I want you to bless me indeed. Someone here tonight needs to call out. Someone here needs to call out and say, bless me. Not only bless me, but bless me indeed. See, the definition of deed, indeed means this, without any questions, definitely, truly, and in today's word, for sure. How many of that God wants to bless you for sure? Come on. Come on, for sure. Come on, he wants to bless you, amen. You see, Jabez was a man of God. Jabez, it says here, as we read this part of, of Scripture here, that he was different than his brothers. The Bible says that he was more honorable than his brothers. In the first three chapters up to chapter uh, 4, verse 9 of our text, amen, we see nothing but names. It starts off with Adam. There's a bunch of names after that, name after name after name, descendant of this family and that family and so on and so on. But something got the attention of God in chapter 4, verse 9. Here, God hears a man praying. There's something about a person that prays that attracts God. Let me tell you, when you are praying to God and you're seeking God, just like Jabez was here, amen, you attract God. And let me tell you, when you pray to him, he listens, church. And when you pray to him, something happens. Come on, somebody. Prayer, somebody say prayer. Prayer is powerful, and it gets God's attention. What we need today, and especially in the days that we're living today, is a people that will seek God once again. Come on. God is looking for that today, and, and God is looking for people that will pray to him. So here in the book of First Chronicles is a book of genealogy, amen, and Ezra is the author of First Chronicles, listing all the names of all the families from the beginning to the current. But he got, he, when he gets to Jabez, he stops. And God heard Jabez's prayer, and he told the author here to stop. He says, you know what, I want to talk about this guy right here. I want to talk about this guy. So Ezra writes in First Chronicles 4.9 again, there was a man named Jabez, who was more honorable than any of his brothers, and he prayed to the God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me indeed. Prayer is a powerful tool, church, and then each time you pray, 
Each time you pray to God, it's like a prayer request. You know, each time you pray, God writes your name with your prayer request. He writes it just like this prayer request that we have up here. God does the same thing and writes your name, my daughter, my son, Fino, brother so-and-so, sister so-and-so. You know what? I'm writing these down, and I'm going I'm 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 to keep this. And through this example of Jabez today, though it's simple, I'm going to show you how powerful it really is. That if we would incorporate this kind of prayer in our lives today, that it would bless us in our coming, in, and going out. And I'm here to let you know that he will bless you indeed. Prayer is a powerful and effective, amen. James chapter 5 verse 16 says, The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. Come on, it says here that there, there's, there's power in prayer. And, and I don't know why is it today that we're not tapping into this power source. When we're going through the struggles and we're going through the panics and we're going through the confusion and, and the blurriness of what life is right now, that if we can seek God, amen, and we can seek Him in prayer, that it will produce wonderful results. Bad report from the doctor? Pray. Going through a difficult time? Pray. Going through a storm? Pray. It produces wonderful results. How many know that you're not going to get God's attention simply by saying, lay me down to sleep prayers? You're not going to get God's attention with saying, God is good, God is great, thank you for my food. We need prayers, church, listen, that call out. Come on, those prayers are good. You can say simple prayers like that, but let me tell you, God's attention, you get his attention when you call out to him. So the first thing that we need to do so that God will bless us indeed, the first thing that we see that Jabez did, he prayed to the God of Israel. He knew who to pray to. He said, oh, my God. He said, he called out to the Lord, Lord, that you would bless me indeed. See, the first thing you need to do if you're going to get God's attention, you need to call out boldly. Come on, you, you got you to call out boldly. You got to call out to him, amen. You need to know who you're calling out to, church. Come on, you got to have a relationship to the one you're calling to. You can't call him father if he isn't your father. You cannot call him Lord if he isn't Lord of your life. We don't leave prayer requests or, or prayers at a desk. We don't leave them at the one of his angels and say, God, can you see that God gets his prayer, amen? You and I can come to God, to his throne, boldly, amen? We can call out to God Almighty, the great I am, personally, if he's truly your father, if he's truly Lord of your life, you can call out to him. Hebrews chapter 4, 16 says this, let us approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Come on, how many are in need today? Are you going to the throne of God boldly? 
See, God has the best phone service. Come on, he never loses connection. It's better than Verizon, T-Mobile, and Metro altogether. Hallelujah. You got to understand that God will always, listen, always pick up when you're calling him. He doesn't look at his phone and say, oh, it's her again. Oh, man, it's him again. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to let it go to voicemail. <laughs> come on. So the first thing you got to know, you got to come to God boldly. Amen. Get his attention by calling out to him. See, the second thing that we see here, now Jabez, now he got his attention. Now what did he do after? He called out to God. Now what did he do? He asked. He asked, church, you have to ask if you want to be blessed. He says, I want you to bless me indeed. Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 says, ask and you will receive or it be given to you. You have not because you ask not and for some of you, you pray not. If you want to be blessed indeed, you're going to have to ask, church. So many of us are lacking in need because we simply don't ask. We don't go to the Lord in prayer, amen. We complain. We know how to complain really good, but we simply don't ask God. How many know that God wants to bless you? He wants to bless you, church. I'm telling you, he's nuts about you. He loves you. Come on, ladies, you're, you're the apple of his eye, amen. Uh, come on, uh, I'm, I'm one of his favorites, amen, hallelujah. You know, God wants to bless me. God wants to bless you. Uh, God is a good God. He's a good father. Uh, the Bible says that he's a good father, and a good father gives good gifts to his kids. And if we know this church, if you, if you really, how many believe God's word? Come on, you believe everything in it? Come on, everything? All of it. Come on, we got to live it then. And he says to ask, ask. And you'll receive. He says, knock and any door will be open to you. You seek, you'll find. God is a God that wants to bless his kids. Amen. And if we know this, why don't we pray like it? You know, we pray prayers. You know, well, let me just make it through the day, God. God, let me just get by, God. Please, God, I just want to get by. No, we need to pray, God, God, I want you to bless me, and I want you to bless me indeed. Come on. I, I pray that prayer every single day. Every day when I wake up, I pray, God, bless me. Bless me indeed. My wife always tells me when I leave the door, God's going to bless you today. Come on, you're gonna, he's going to bless you. Bless my man. Bless my my boyfriend. <laughs> My boo. And do I have big days every single day? No. But I'm, I'm here to let you know I'm blessed indeed. I'm blessed indeed. See, don't, no, 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 don't be discontent in where you're at. How many know that we need to be satisfied on what we have, but don't settle for less when God has so much more for you, church. Come on, he wants to bless you. So ask the Father, bless me indeed. 
God wants to hear faith that will say, God, give me the whole enchilada. Come on, somebody. But we pray, God, I want a happy meal. Actually, a happy meal sounds pretty good right now. I'm here to let you know, church, don't settle for the happy meal when God wants to give you carne asada, beans and rice, and Jesus Christ. Come on. you got to ask for the whole enchilada. God, bless me and bless me indeed. Somebody say, bless me. Bless me indeed. you got to call out, church. I'm serious. I, I, I've been praying like this. Man, it has to be more than 15 years or so. Ever, ever, ever since I, I heard this man, Jabez, saying, wanting to be blessed, I always pray, God, bless me. Bless me indeed. We have too many happy male Christians out there. Too many Christians asking for the special of the day. Listen, if you pray that, you know what happens? That's all you get. I, I, I'm going to pray for what, I'm going to say, God, give it to me all. Somebody say, give it to me all. I'm telling you, I want it all. I don't, I, don't, I don't want just a little portion. God, whatever you want to give me, give, I want it all. Bless me indeed. Jabez pray, oh, Lord, that you will bless me indeed. See, Jabez didn't ask a question. Is that a question? Come on. He requested something. Jabez was being very specific with God. You see, Jabez was remembered for what he prayed for, and he was more honorable than his brother, and he got God's attention because he cried out to the God of Israel in prayer, and it goes on to say at the end that God granted what? His request. God gave him what he was asking for. And so if we know this church and we can go and tap into prayer like this and ask God to bless us or ask God for specific things within our lives and believe that, God will give it to you. Now, we're not going to be give me this and give me that and give me this and that and that and all this other stuff, church. Let me tell you, you got to have right motives, right? James says if you ask, you know, you don't get it because you ask with wrong motives. You ask for things that only benefit you. This, these are things that will benefit the kingdom of God and bless you along the way. God wants to bless his people, but you got to ask. See, names have meaning, church. In the Jewish culture, uh, each child had a, a name with a meaning, and Jabez was, means son of pain. Come on. His mother said that he named him Jabez because his birth was so painful. Jabez in the Hebrew means also means one who causes pain, grief, and sorrow. So you see, Jabez, when he came into the world, he was destined to be a loser. He was destined to be a troublemaker, a nobody. But something happened in this young man's life, amen. He didn't like his name, amen. He got tired of being a nobody. He got tired of causing pain. He got tired of being loser. Anybody tired, amen, in this place? Come on, he got tired of being who he is or what society called him in. So he started to search the scriptures. He started to read the word of God, amen. He started to study the word, amen. He started to develop a prayer life in his life, amen. And he started to understand the blessings of God, the blessings that God gave Abraham. Come on, we're his descendants. 
And he says, this guy's blessed. I want to be blessed. You know, the world of the, Satan, Satan calls you by your sin, but God calls you by your name. God wants, to, wants you to give you honor, amen. Come on, you're not what the world calls you or labels you. you got to make a decision. If you want to change your name or change what people say about you, then you need to start doing something. You need to start reading the Word of God. You need to start saying, I'm tired of being this, amen. I want to change my name, amen. I want the blessings of God. That if I can just hang on, if I can just believe, amen, if I can just stand in faith, I know that victory, somebody say victory, victory will come on my way, amen, and it might just change who I am, listen, and become who he wants me to be. God might just change your future, your destiny, by just simply calling out to him, church. Church, don't settle on just coming to church. Don't settle on just coming and being a nobody. Get involved and become somebody in God's kingdom. Let me tell you, when you become somebody and you start doing something, now there's, there's, there, you, take something, you take something personal. You, you, you're involved now. You, you feel good about yourself, church. Come on, we just don't want to come in and leave. We want to come in and be blessed. Can somebody say Amen. We want to do, we want to get involved. We want everyone to be part of this, amen. Uh, see, Jabez didn't want to cause pain anymore. He didn't want to cause grief or sorrow, so he, he cried out to his God, Oh, God, bless me, indeed. Someone here needs a shout out. Bless me, indeed. Come on, how many are sick and tired of being sick and tired? Come on, we, there has to be a change. You're going to have to change your mentality. You're going to have to change that. You know what? I'm a blessed person, amen. I'm a child of God. I'm a daughter of God. I'm a son of God, amen. I'm blessed, amen. He's my father, amen. And you're going to have to receive God. I want you to bless me. And bless me indeed. God has many blessings for you guys. Do you know what it means to be blessed? In the Hebrew, it means barak. Somebody say barak. It means to, it means to invo uh, invoke divine favor upon or to bring the benefits of God upon you. Now, that, that is what blessing means. God wants to barak over you. He wants to speak this over you. He wants to speak it with power. He wants to bring uh, divine uh, uh, blessings upon your life. He wants to bring the benefits that come from his kingdom inside your life. That is what blessings mean. To be blessed in the biblical sense means to ask or to impart supernatural favor. How many want some supernatural favor in this place? I mean, this is supernatural. This is for sure things. This is not a crossing of your fingers. This is not a wish. This is for sure. God wants to bless you. And that, in the biblical sense, that's what, what God wants to do is a supernatural move, an impartation of God's favor in your life. So when you get on your knees and you put your hands together and you pray, you can ask God to bless you indeed. Jabez sought after his blessing. And he shouted out, oh, that you would bless me indeed. 
In other words, what he was saying there, God, I need a supernatural impartation of your favor upon my life. That's, that's powerful right there. See, he's not just saying bless me, but when you understand the word blessing, that it wants divine favor, it wants, it wants supernatural favor upon you, you're asking for God to give you a super movement, uh, impart, instill his divine blessings upon your life. See, Jabez came into the world causing pain, and he sought God out in prayer to be blessed. And when he did that, church, it brought change into his life. And he was remembered, listen, for that prayer. Here it is in the book of First Chronicles, chapter after chapter, the first three chapters, nothing but names, name, 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 name. And then they get to son of this, son of that, son of that, this family of that, that family of that. And then there was Jabez, but there was something to be said about Jabez. God says, hold on, Ezra, hold on, hold on. Let's talk about this guy for a little bit. His prayer got the attention of the writer to stop and say, you know what, I, I need to talk about this person who's praying to be blessed, who's asking to be blessed indeed, who's asking for a supernatural impartation, a, a divine favor upon his life. And so he was remembered for his prayer. He was remembered for a prayer life that got the attention of God. What made Jabez so successful? Was it because he had the biggest Bible study? Nope. Was it because he had the biggest ministry? Nope. You know what makes you successful, church? You know what gets you on God's honor roll? When you seek, pray, and simply do what is righteous. And you do it with all your heart. There was a king in the Old Testament named Amazah. The Bible says that he did everything right in the sight of God, but not from a pure heart. He was not found honorable in God's eyes. You see, we can do right things in the eyes of man to be honored by man, but I'd rather do right things in the eyes of God from a pure heart to be honored by God. Our text says that Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. And right here in verse 9, Honorable means rich. He had a better reputation than his brothers. Honorable also means glory. Somebody say glory. That the glory of God was upon him. Jabez was highly favored, church. And when you call, when you are, uh, are called honorable in the kingdom of God, it also means unlimited blessings are available to you. When God honors you, God brings honor upon you. That means that his blessings are unlimited. God will continue to bless you as long as you pray, seek, and live righteous. God wants to bless. Can somebody say amen? See, Jabez may have come as a pain, but he worked hard to turn it around and changing him to honorable. Church, it takes work to be blessed. It takes work, church. It, it takes prayer. It takes trust in God. It, 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 it takes you 
uh, believing in God, praying and seeking and, and asking for the blessing of God, living right with God, amen, uh, uh, imparting the word of God in your life, amen, reading his word, being all that. It, it takes work, but God surely starts to turn your life around. Come on. We came in broken church. We came in, you know, down and out. We came in busted and disgusted. We came, we came out all messed up. For some of us, we were rock bottom. We came in, I mean, we had nothing left, church. Come on, nothing left in our lives. And we started to pray, and we started to believe, and we started to ask for God's blessings upon our lives, amen, and start to understand his supernatural favor and understand that he's a good God. And as we started to seek him, and we worked hard, and we didn't give up, amen, in times that we felt like giving up, we, we kept on hanging on. We, we kept on going forward to God. And then all of a sudden, amen, you start to turn, amen. All of a sudden, amen, things are starting to turn in your life, amen, and you're turning around and you start to become the person that God called you to be. Something inside starts to change, church, and you start to walk in the blessings of God. You start to walk in the confidence of God, amen, that you can call out on your God, your Father, your Lord of your life, and say, God, I want you to bless me, and bless me indeed, God. I want some change in my life, Lord. I don't want to be this person anymore. And then God comes and brings change. doesn't happen overnight church I'm not an overnight success here if some of you guys would have seen me in the beginning you would say no way that was my pastor oh yeah dealing dealing with all the changes that I do God fixing all the mess that I cause in times where the devil will lie to me it's not working out it, quit, man. It's, nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to change. But let me tell you, church, I had a divine impartation when I got saved. God blessed me right from the beginning. And he delivered me like that. It was a supernatural favor of God. And that's because of prayers that were lifted up by my wife and other people in my, in my families and friends that said, God, you need to change this man today. We can't wait next week, amen. Next week he'll be gone. But today you need a change. I was broken. And I shouted out and I called out to God, save me. And he saved me and he blessed me. And that's what God wants to do. That's the supernatural favor of God that, that, that he gives you the strength to overcome. And then you start to know who the Holy Spirit is. And I mean, that's a whole, another story there, amen. But he wants to bless you. He, he has blessed you with everything that you need. We, we, we have no excuse for not making it in the kingdom of God. When he has sent you the Holy Spirit to help you, he has given you the armor, amen. He's given you the fruit of the Spirit. He's given you all the equipment. He says, put it all on and you'll be successful. Seek me with all your might and I'll move upon you. Ask and you'll receive. Keep on knocking, daughter, and I'm going to answer that door. Keep on seeking. You'll find the solution that peace is with me. If you seek me, you'll find me. And that his blessings are unlimited, church. It takes time. Somebody say, it takes time. But if you keep praying, seeking, and do it from a pure heart, his limited blessings will start to fall upon your life we need blessings right now church let me tell you, you seek the father he will bless you in this time of need 
Take away the confusion. Take away all the doubt. Take away all that stuff out there. Church, don't listen to medical science. Don't li listen to the Word of God. Listen to the Word of God. Read His Word. Ask God to give you clarity in the season that we're in. He'll help you through. He'll show you through. He'll tell you what's safe. He'll tell you what's not. Amen. Seek God. Search Him. See, when you're highly favored by God, He provides divine guidance, clarity, and understanding. Something that we need today, church. Come on, when you, when you are seeking God and you're highly favored by God, He's going to provide all the things that you need, all the tools that you need to get through. All you got to do is pray. All you got to do is ask, church, oh, that you would bless me indeed. But along with that, you must also pray, Lord, help me not to be disobedient. Come on, somebody. That's what David, David was a man that said, you know what, search my heart, oh God. Find any hidden things within me and, and put me on the path of everlasting. Put me on the right path. That, that's something of a cleansing everyday church. If you want to be successful, if you want to have victory in your walk, amen. If we're going to claim this and know that God is victorious in battle, then we need to understand, God, help me. Uh, help me with my unbelief. Help me with those things that I'm still struggling with. You know, because there's sin within us. There's sin within us, church. It's not going to go away. You've got to fight and you've got to crucify it. Let that spirit man override the flesh man because it's inside of all of us, but we've got to take the necessary steps and say, you know, God, I don't want to be disobedient to you. God, I don't want to think the wrong thing anymore. I don't want to talk the wrong way anymore. I, I want to do things right. Keep me from evil. Let me do what is right in your sight. you got to ask God to give you a pure heart, church. Hello. God, give me a pure heart, man. I, I think wrong things. Someone cut me off. God, you know me. I want to I I beat somebody up. If that's running into your mind, see, that's, there's something inside there that needs to be crucified. God, give me a pure heart that I, I don't do that. God, that, that I, I stay cool. Not that we get stepped, upon, stepped upon or disrespected. I'm not talking about that thing. I'm not saying you be a doormat to somebody. But there are things that you've got to just say, God, you know what? Help me not to be who I, I can be. Amen? God, I need your help. God, I, I, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to do something dumb. I don't want, you know, I want to pick my fights wisely. I want to pick my battles wisely. I don't want to pick my battle on some joker. Or some, 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 something that's just foolish. That the enemy, the enemy can stir up and just ruin the whole thing. Come on, somebody say amen. You've got to have a pure heart. Now, I was driving in today, backing up to a spot. And this bozo <laughs> didn't want to get out of the way. He opened the door and just stood there. He knew I was there, and I just stood patient. I didn't say anything. I didn't even peep my horn. I wanted to. <laughs> I said, "No, God, I, I can't. I can't. I can't blow it here, God. You give me my strength. You know. 
I prayed all day, fasted all day. Lord, I'm just going, I'm going to kick you right here. And he's just taking his sweet time. And, and the enemy was saying, say something. Peep that horn. And I said, nah, I'm just going to kick it. And he finally got up and did his thing and went. I didn't even say nothing to him. I looked at him, but I didn't say nothing. <laughs> I didn't say nothing. I just backed it up, and I wanted to do the right thing. You know why? Because people are watching me. People are watching me. I ain't going to blow it in front of my church. Right in front of my church, yeah, pastor got in a full man. He was telling that guy off. You know, some of you guys would probably defend me and say, yeah, that dude's a bozo. But I came in here and I said, I'm going to pray for that bozo. It wasn't cool. I mean, he was just being who he was. I mean, that's who he is. That's what the world is. But I'm a child of God. And so I just stood there and I just, you know, I think even Fino came out here and goes, I don't know how you do it, Pastor. I said, I don't know how either. <laughs> yeah, I do. It's the Holy Spirit. It's my friend that helps me. I mean, it's not worth it. And it's not. All that can probably start something. Pretty soon I go out there, my, my glasses, my, my window's broken or something, and it turns into a big war. All of a sudden we're here and we have chains and bats and everything. No, no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Warriors, let's take them out. Burn down the place and all that stuff. It's just not worth it. <laughs> it doesn't stop, amen. <laughs> you got to do things from a pure heart, church. And I'm just sharing my heart with you that, you know what, things come our way. But if you're not prayed up, you can, you can turn it into a different story. You know, how good would that be? You guys are coming to church and I'm on the floor with some dude fighting. <laughs> yeah, then, then, then this is the news. Come on. Come on, fight. Church versus tattoo parlor. <laughs> Gay bar comes too. You know. It's it, it, it's not it's not worth it, church. Come on. Let me give you the definition of pure. Let me close with this. Definition of pure. Not mixed with anything else, clean and not harmful in any way. Free from what is what weakens or pollutes. Contains nothing that does not properly belong, free from moral fault or guilt, purified and refined. This is the kind of heart that we all need. A pure heart, church. That doesn't pollute, that doesn't weaken us, that contains nothing that properly does not belong there, but purifies us and refines us. Amen. Let me close tonight that God wants to bless you. How many believe that? Amen. God wants to bless you. But you have to ask. You have to ask. Don't settle on just making it, church. If you settle on just making it, you're going to have a rough time in this walk. Don't settle on making it. Settle for being successful. Settle that I'm going to go beyond this. Amen. I just don't want to make it. You know, I, I, want, I want to be blessed. But you got to ask to be blessed and be blessed indeed. Because he has a lot more for us, church. A lot more for you. You know, this, 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 this part of Scripture came to me, like I said, probably like 
three years after I've been saved. So it's been over 20 years. And I prayed this prayer, this part of the prayer of the Jabez prayer in my life for 20 plus years. And every day, even today, I still ask God, Lord, bless me. And you bless me indeed. Because I recognize the need to be blessed. And I recognize that it's he, God, he's the only one that blesses. And I know that God will bless me indeed. And he wants to bless you, church. Amen? Let's all stand up. Hallelujah.